Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The headlines this week are hotter than ever. And with hot takes comes hot debates. Everything's okay. Tackles this week's juiciest news. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Everything's Okay. I'm Molly Claire Goddard. And I'm Rebecca Friedman. And wow, what a year it's been. 2022. I mean, you know, the year started off with a bang, shall we say. And it's really continued to just be one scandalous year. For sure. Yeah. So Becca and I are going to be counting down the top five biggest headlines in Hollywood this year. But before we begin, Becca, how was your 2022? My 2022. I would say I had a really, really good year. I Mm. feel like end of 2021... I honestly wasn't in the best place, like, at all. And I feel like I made a lot of resolutions, which I don't normally do. And I feel like I kind of manifested what I wanted in the year. Mm. And I feel like this year it actually all came true. Like, I am genuinely happy right now, which is crazy to say. Because that never happens. (laughs) (laughs) Which, knock on wood, because I'm terrified that I'm jinxing myself for 2023. But I feel like this is the first year where I fully just had an awesome year. I am a little worried, though, because this is my first year, 2023, of being a full adult. Like, I... Oh, my gosh, Becca. I know half of 2022 was still spent in college. I just graduated in May and I feel like this year I'm starting as an adult and ending as an adult. And that's just like slightly depressing in my opinion. Yeah. But you know what? The 20s are long. You think that like because you're not in college anymore, like, oh, the kid fun years are over. They're not. They're just beginning. Okay. In this new age that we live in the 20s and even the 30s are like the new full early 20s yeah i mean look at Cher in her 70s look at still shining i know (laughs) i know but yeah how was your year molly honestly you want to know what it has been such a mixed bag of a year it's been fabulous in so many ways and then also very somber in many ways um but i think think this year made me really think about that's just what life is you're never gonna have great years and bad years you're always just gonna kind of have like a mixed bag of you know great things that happen to you and not so great things that happen to you so you know all in all I felt accomplished this year Ooh, that's a good word to end out your year accomplished. Yeah. Well, we'll have to wait and see what 2023 brings. We will. We will. But let's get into it. So let's start with number five. Which... Okay, wait. Let me just butt in really quick. These headlines oh. from, they're all in our opinions, yes. in our humble opinions, yes. the hottest takes yes. of 2022. Yes. But we ranked them. In our own humble opinion. Yeah. In order from the fifth most important to the, mm-hmm. the, 
be the most important of 2022. The one that made us shake in our boots. So feel free to disagree because that's what this podcast is all about. Mm. Having hot takes and different debates. Mm -hmm. So yeah, with that, just take a listen to what was in store this 2022. Take it away, Molly. All right. You know, and this is not just because I love him, but 2022 was the year of Pete Davidson. What a year my man had. You know, he he started out the year dating Kim Kardashian, and, you know, things didn't work out. But then he got right back on the scene with a little romance with Emrata, Emily Ratajkowski. Now, I posed you this question, Becca. Do we believe that Emrata and Pete are a real thing, or is he just saving the brand? I see. I am so naive in this mm-hmm. industry. I believe everything. Mm. So I think it's real. I don't know <laughs> if it will last necessarily, but I think that they there's definitely something going on, some sort of chemistry heated up between the two of them in my opinion i don't know though because like i said i'm the most naive person ever but what i will 100 percent believe is that pete davidson is the rebound king there no one does it better than pete davidson well i'm sorry well that is true i do believe that this is a PR stunt because, you know, like I said, Pete has to maintain the brand. And here is my numero uno evidence is that, you know, when they were at that Knicks game sitting courtside, did you see a single glance at each other, a single mm-hmm. handhold, a single a, a single look of affection or interest at all? Yeah. No, it looked very like, hi, we're both the two hottest people, you know, in Hollywood right now and we're here together and this is like... We're dating. We're dating, air quotes. I mean, I, I could see the Knicks game. They definitely were both extended an invitation for, like, courtside tickets. The same way, like, Game Time sends this influencer to this game and oh, this influencer course. to this game. Like, <clears throat> especially from behind the scenes, we'll give you a little inside scoop. Like, they were definitely both, like, purposely invited to the Knicks game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I feel like they were only purposely invited because they were actually seen hanging out romantically. Yeah. So, Knicks game, maybe PR for I guess the Knicks or game time, whatever, whoever extended that invite. But I don't know. I will say I will fully believe it. I think I'm just naive. So I do, I will give you this one, Molly. I do agree with you. It probably is a PR stunt. I'm just Mm. like, would love to see that. So I believe it for my own little heart. Well, I know, also, Molly, I would love to see you and Pete Davidson together, too. I was going to say, I was like, you know that this all comes from a selfish place. I you know, know. I want to be the mystery woman on Daily Mail. <laughs> that is like but, what I would love. You know, let's manifest that for 2023, Molly. But I will say, I will fully believe it once either of them land on the other's social media accounts. Because I feel mm. like that's what really sealed the deal for Kim and Pete. Because... I, I mean, I like I've been saying multiple times, like I what did believe that Pete and Kim were the real thing, but I fully was like, oh my god, they're like serious. When Kim started posting the cute selfies of her and Pete, and Pete was with the kids and stuff like that, so I think like you said to me once, once Pete is strolling that baby along, yes, then yes. I think that we can officially confirm them as a Hollywood couple. Exactly. But yes. until then, who knows? Yeah, I have said that in the past, like. 
like once I see Pete Davidson doing the stroller walk and like you you know uh, then I'll be like okay because when he was with Kim I believed it when he started being around the kids yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is real. Because like, people don't mess with their, people do not joke around with their kids. So um, that's, um, that's my uh, All right. Well, and We'll end this, this hot topic with this question. Mm. Pete, if you're listening to this, do you know how to like change a diaper slash feed a baby a bottle slash oh. like put a child to sleep? <laughs> And also date me, please. And also, will you date Molly? <laughs> Thanks. Love, love you. you. <laughs> All right. This one's really jumping the gun from Mr. Pete to, like, wow. We saw, almost at the end of 2022, we saw one of Hollywood's hottest, longest, most fan-appreciated couples end their relationship. Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen divorced after 13 years together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would call them, they were like a a cornerstone of Hollywood. Yeah. And especially, I mean, I grew up with seeing Giselle at, you know, every Patriots game on Sunday with the kids. She'd wear like the matching jerseys with them. So, yeah, this was like a pillar of the Hollywood couple community just down I was very surprised. I remember when like reports started coming out, obviously about like their relationship woes and there's hidden tensions here and what's going on here. And Tom Brady skipped out on preseason training and Giselle is looking at a mansion. And I was just kind of like, whoa, like, I don't know. Like once again, either I believe it too much or I, in this case, I was like, no, I think I was so attached to the relationship. I was like, no, like that's not true. Like they're not divorcing right. until they, I literally remember it was a Friday right before Halloween. It was like Halloween Friday. They were like, here we go guys, confirming our divorce and matching Instagram statements. And I was like, wow, that's, I don't know. That's like, sorry, this is just a general note. When you see a Hollywood, anybody in Hollywood or anybody period post a black screen <laughs> with white text. It's about to get changing. real. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh no, something's about to change yeah. when you see that black screen with white text. I, I was just have nine to years old when they tied the knot, which is just insane to just think that they just ended after all these years. Wait, I'm trying to think of where I was in 2009. And, uh, okay, ooh, middle school? I'm a 2000s baby. Okay, yeah, we know, we know. And I am an age. So, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. Well, it's, regardless. Regardless. Here's is, the question. Okay, pose me the question. That I would like to ask you, Molly. Yes, ask me a question. Was the divorce for the best? No, it wasn't (laughs) because you want to know what? I always thought they were so cute, like, you know, living. They lived in this adorable little compound in Brookline and she would always go to the games and he was such a hands-on dad. And like, they really seemed like a solid family unit. And I think just like his legacy with the Patriots that he kind of fumbled the ball on, shall we say. Look at that, Molly. Uh Uh-huh. He fumbled the ball with the Patriots and his legacy. He could have retired with them and had a great send-off. He didn't. Same thing with his legacy as a family man. It's kind of gone now because he chose to prolong this career that he had already squashed instead of really stepping up and be the husband and father that his family deserves. I don't know. I think it was for the best. I think Giselle was just so clearly unhappy and Tom was so clearly not willing to change that it was just inevitable. I will say, 
I feel like when you've been together for that many years, because obviously, like you mar- you've been married for thirteen years, you've been romantically dating for even longer. It is hard to see like where they go from here, like romantically and just like life wise, like just how they grow as individuals. Because I feel like when you've been together for that long, like you're not an individual anymore. Right. You're a couple, yeah. mm-hmm. and I feel like that is maybe where like they lost their way. They like lost their individual individuality almost. But I don't know. I think Giselle just needed to move on i mean she begged him like basically got down on her hands and knees and begged him to leave football and he had to play the whole i just thought that was so immature of him like unretiring retiring and just like that was his chance to kind of move on to the next chapter and like leave his legacy behind and like move on with giselle and now work on just like what life is after with the person that you committed your life to Right, And I just think it was kind of like she just was like, this is enough. And it was just said and done. And I do think that he is to blame for that. I think that I don't think I've ever brought this up. We've talked about Tom and Giselle a lot. But I think she was teased so many times by him of like, this is it. Yeah, we're done. I think after his last Super Bowl win with the Patriots, I can't remember what year that was. She thought that that was a wrap. Yeah. And then he was like, just kidding. Going to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Like and then for what? Yeah, right. And then there, he was like, okay. Become a coach. I know. I know. Build a different like, brand. There's ways to stay attached to something you love while not putting down everything else that you supposedly love. Like, he could have found a different way. He has two sons. Right, right. Like, there was other options than to just, like, wreck your whole life. I mean, I will say, because I have taken a slightly different stance in other podcasts, and I don't want to sound like a hypocrite. Mm, I will say, mm. if he truly wanted to choose football over his marriage, fine, go choose football over your marriage. But mm. that's why I'm saying I think the divorce is for the best, because if you want both separate things, like the only option is to end the marriage, because you, you'd rather be divorced than fight all the time in front of your young children. Like Vivian just turned 10 this week. Right. Yeah. And so I don't know. I obviously there's a lot of different scenarios where something could have ended differently, but that's life. Every choice you make is results in a different outcome. But I don't totally, know. Totally. I, I think it was for the best. I also think too I'm just gonna put a button on this and say you don't ever wanna be the last one at the party. Yes. You don't ever wanna be the last one on the dance floor. And I think Brady's looking around right now and going, Oh no. <laughs> he's the last one right? it's just like you feel almost like embarrassed yeah for it's him. like a it's a little embarrassing sorry that is my second point it's embarrassing <laughs> yeah but anyway tom best of luck and yeah, best of luck they're to both Giselle. single into 2023 so ladies and gents hit them up <laughs> there you go there you go so we covered this extensively Uh, This year, but there really was no bigger court case than the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trial, Um, you know, and in the end, the jury sided with Depp and he ended up getting $10 million in damages and then $5 million in punitive damages um, over a Washington Post article that Amber Heard wrote in 2018, which it was interesting because she didn't ever name Depp specifically, but you know, he claims uh, that because of that article where she kind of labeled herself as a victim of domestic abuse, that he lost a ton of money, a ton of jobs and, you know, his credibility. So that was an interesting that was an everyday for multiple weeks, 
you know, people on the taking the stand and giving testimony and you know, there were things coming out every day about the attorneys involved in the case. And, you know, it, it was all very interesting. But also, in my opinion, uh, it it really showed the worst in people. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I just think, great. I mean, I think TikTok took this courtroom by storm. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah, I at the time that this trial really was in the heat of the headlines, I was covering e-commerce and like shopping articles and stuff. So honestly, I will say luckily I didn't have to cover this, but that comes back into play in one of my points later on because, well, I'll just get into it now. Honestly, I can't believe that it's the end of 2022. And I, although we're talking about this now, looking back on the year, when we're not talking, looking back on the year, they are still in the headlines with still. this goddamn trial. Still, and like, she, why appeal this and this yeah. person appealed that? Like, yeah. why is it December and the trial is still not over? Like, the fact that this trial is going into twenty twenty three. Well, I thought, like, I thought, oh, like, I just missed it. Like, I think I started covering full news right after. Amber Heard and Don- Johnny Depp, like, it ended. Like, oh, yeah. Johnny Depp won. Amber Heard, sorry. Like, everyone thought you were a liar, blah, blah, blah. And regardless, I mean, the court ruled what the court ruled, and it's still going on, and I have to write about it now. I, I know. I missed a boat. I thought that the boat sailed to sea and that I was just watching from the horizon, <laughs> and I'm still being assigned stories for this, and I'm just like, how? I know. How is Amber Heard still getting her name into the headlines? You know, sometimes Sorry for that. That was a bit aggressive. I'm sorry if I'm offending what? anyone. It's the end of the year. We got to let it all air out. Yeah. Come on. You know, leaving it all behind. Yeah, totally. But you know what I will say? Sometimes there are relationships and dynamics so toxic that even put through a court case will not relent. Uh, I, I think what you said exactly, like the biggest thing for me in that was seeing the people on TikTok becoming little attorneys <laughs> right. and picking out like the inconsistencies because I would watch a testimony and I would go, okay, okay. But you but, have a history in law. But also too, but I wouldn't even pick up on some of the discrepancies of like you know this person's testimony versus that person's testimony or there were little things not even just like big huge uh situations that were you know inconsistent there were like very teeny details sometimes that someone on tiktok would pull up and i would be like sure if i just had you with me while i was in school (laughs) it's also just so hard to see like the truth like it's so hard to truly know especially me and like I overthink and overanalyze everything like I TikTok said Amber Heard was a liar so my brain was like oh my god she's lying but then the next day someone else on the other side of things would post on TikTok and be like oh Johnny Depp is a horrible person I'm like oh my god Johnny Depp's a horrible person so my view would change every single day and I mean like I guess I'm listening to what the judge ruled is that Johnny Depp was declared the winner so I guess I'll side with the truth the quote-unquote truth like I guess we'll really never know but it's just like so mind-boggling to me no it really is and it just like the way Johnny Depp fans were so rabid and so like villainous and venomous I was just like I am all good on this I even think with this one I don't even have a question to pose to you as much as should this still be going on like personally (laughs) personally i'd rather it not yeah i mean like what what is she appealing 
like that's like Converted. someone telling you I, well i know what she's appealing that was rhetorical but no i know but like <laughs> she's he, appealing the verdict but i just feel like it's like someone tells you you're wrong and you're appealing like you bring something to the table someone says no and then mm-hmm. you're appealing them saying no it's just like just accept your defeat is what i'm trying to say just well, she should just accept her losses yeah and move on especially in my opinion if it's a jury trial it's even harder to appeal because if you are letting one judge decide your fate then in a sense it's like okay you only had that one person's mind and there but with the jury trial people prove that you are wrong yes it's much harder i don't know i personally like i said was never invested in it still i mean clearly i guess i'm a little bit more invested in it because i clearly am emotional about this (laughs) because i don't want it to go into 2023 me neither but that's only because like i just at this point i wish them both the best not that they care what i have to say but it's just like come on give it up let's all move on let's move on into 2023 without trials yes perfect (laughs) all right saving the best two for last coming in a close second place is the slap heard around the world will smith slapping chris rock at the oscars i bet you everyone could have finished my sentence right there oh yes wow is all i have to say about that one um so at the oscars in march Chris Rock was presenting an award, made a controversial joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada Pinkett Smith, and Will Smith just didn't want to hear it. He stormed onto the stage and fully slapped him right across the face. And everyone was just kind of stunned, including Chris Rock. Chris Rock was speechless and... Yeah, Will Smith just sat back down his seat, continued to yell, said to get his wife's name out of Chris Rock's mouth with some vulgar language attached to it. Mm -hmm. And just like, wow. I mean, I feel like that's one of those things where, I mean, it's not morbid or anything, but it's one of those things where you remember where you were when you found out this happened. Um. (laughs) Yeah, it, it was, I will say, in terms of shock value, this would be my number one because... It was so, number one, random. Yeah. It was so random to me in a sense of like, I didn't even know what was going on as it was happening. People thought it was fake. People thought it was like a promotion for like an upcoming, they're about to drop this like super cool collaborative movie together. And it was like, no, Will Smith just has anchor issues. uh, Clearly something was going on. I mean, okay, so let's just get to the question. Is it ever ever okay to not only physically assault somebody but physically assault somebody on a huge taped event that half of the world is seeing not most of the world i mean violence is never the answer Mm -hmm. we learned that when we were very young yes um i will say i can slightly side with will smith in this scenario i mean i truly genuinely don't believe that you should ever seek violence on anyone but i can slightly see his anger as like a reaction to someone like humiliating your significant other on live television but i think he could have handled it not in front of the tv camera if he really wanted to slap him like do it when he gets off the stage at the after party or something yeah yeah. or go up to him after the fact but i think him 
doing that on live television it just defeated like maybe someone would have been like after the fact like you know twitter always has something to say about everything maybe someone would have said something like chris rock like that was messed up to say that right but instead it was just like will smith like are we joking i just thought it was like the lowest thing i'd ever seen in a sense of like the look on i knew it was real when i saw the look on chris rock's face because you could tell he was like what the hell did that really just happen like that that didn't really just go down um yeah no for me it's a no i don't care what anybody is saying it's giving insecure it's giving uh something's going on that we're not telling people about because it was unhinged yeah and that's why and this is what was surprising to me Jada has read Table Talk. She is the person who talks through every issue and really gets to the bottom of things. And if anyone should not be in need of therapy, I thought it would be Will Smith because (laughs) his wife is like all about that and getting to the root of issues and whatever. But apparently, I don't know, something must be going down because that was so wackadoodle do (laughs) i will say this though before like we move on from this because the only thing to really say about this is that it was absolutely crazy yeah what happens to will smith in 2023 like do we think he makes a comeback do we think his career shot do we think people are gonna forgive and forget move on well what do you think since he's banned from the academy he can go back to his music career remember (laughs) Yeah, let's hope not. Yeah, I mean, mm, I, mean but, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I think maybe, I mean, he is like one of the greatest actors like yeah. of all time and he's been awarded for being the best actor. So I can't see that just changing. Like I can't see people not wanting him in his movies necessarily. I mean, I don't think the Oscars are going to go back on his word and like unban him for the next 10 years. I right. think the Oscars is such a prestigious event that they wouldn't go back on their words necessarily. And I think if they did, it opens up the door for similar behaviors inside such a renowned event. So I think Mm -hmm. that he's scratched from that. And hopefully like he is, he has outspokenly been worried about. Um, Hopefully this doesn't reflect on movies that he's involved in and affect other actors and actresses who do participate in films with him. Right. Because that would be unfortunate, but I don't know. He'll be back. That's all. I will agree in a sense at some point he will be back. But he needs a break. He needs a timeout. He needs to take a timeout. So we'll see you later, William Smith. Speaking of William, we are ready to give you guys our number one story of the year. We're talking not just nationally, globally, worldwide. Historically. Historically. Historic, the story. Written in the textbooks. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately. 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 But on September 8th, Queen Elizabeth II passed away at 96 years old. Um, honestly, I'll tell you, I'll, I will always remember where I was in that moment. I was because sitting in we this office. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we were here and just type, type, type it away. And um, yeah, you know, she's the longest reigning monarch um, and it was interesting to see how the family dealt with her passing and how they really had to all come together, especially now in this really tumultuous period of all of their relationships. Yeah, I will say at like the beginning, this is the start of my career, I guess you would say, in the long in the long run. And mm. I will always remember 
covering Queen Elizabeth's death because it it was such like a huge moment and just like it was really interesting to see how the royal family handled it how the royal family started just like releasing statements on Twitter guessing Mm -hmm. like did the queen pass like how long before they released a statement did the queen pass did they kind of give us updates way long after they were due and it was just like a lot to see but I mean I think it was a lot easier to for the world even to come to peace with her death just because she did live such a long life and I just remember I was more so focused on like what happens next yeah I mean well clearly what happens next is Megan and Harry's (laughs) documentary yeah go watch I guess honestly was riveted um what isn't that sorry just a quick sidestep I was shocked at how riveted I riveted I was by the Megan and Harry documentary I just love how they were like this is all filmed before August 2020 like just just say Making it clear the elephant in the room just say like this was filmed prior to the passing of Queen Elizabeth and like yeah. give their regards in some sort since they talk about her in the documentary Hmm. as if she's still alive but instead there was a disclaimer that was like the royal family has nothing to do with this like make it make sense i know i know but but back to queen elizabeth um yeah it was interesting to see history play out in real time because obviously i don't think we've lost someone who has been around and in power this long yeah um and to understand like the protocols behind it and um everything that kind of goes down with the british press with it was interesting um because obviously it's very different in the states i will say sorry to interrupt no go ahead but i will say one of the most exciting experiences for me watching it all run down was getting to see the mixed tensions between the famed brothers, Prince William and Prince Harry, have to spend so much intimate time together. I thought it was very, like, it kept me on the edge of my seat, I will say. It was sad. It was sad, too. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. I just thought that Prince Harry visiting and just returning with his family in such a bittersweet time and just kind of like mourning the death of their grandmother like I thought that there might have been a little bit more bonding between Harry and his family once again like I was like wow like this is the moment like this is the moment where they kind of like can just clear the air but they didn't well that's why next the second half of the Meghan and Harry documentary will be interesting to see I feel like we know I feel like they said it in the Oprah interview what they felt They didn't feel protected and so on and so forth. But uh, I thought that too. I actually thought that they would be able to heal wounds and kind of get their family back together. But I guess to play devil's advocate, if Harry is happy in the States, if he's happier away from his family and just with his little, with Meghan and their two kids, like, okay, then you don't have to mend fences. But I just think about how devastated their mother would be, Princess Diana, by the current state of their family. I feel like she would be, I feel like not to be crass, but like she must be rolling in her grave. Well, that's why I I was like hoping, not even expecting, because I can't expect anything these days. Mm. But I've learned that lesson the hard way. <laughs> Not to get deep. Not to get deep. Wow, I'm really getting deep this episode. Wow. Um, I don't know. I feel like despite your relationship with your family, despite your relationship with your in-laws, 
at something that's so sad. It's that you're laying your grandmother to rest. You've already laid your mother to rest. Right. I would have loved to see, and I'm sure Princess Diana would have loved to see, and I'm sure Queen Elizabeth would have loved to see a hug or something. Mm. Something that was like represented some form like dug up deep down in there some sort of love for one another yeah like i would have loved to see that and i'm sure that well, their like, family would have loved to see that sorry to interrupt you but like megan said in the documentary she's a hugger and megan and um, <laughs> kate's not a hugger so maybe william's not a hugger i don't know yeah maybe that's know. on me maybe that's <laughs> maybe this one's on me but fine not a hug um just something a very cheery handshake yes yes like instead you could, the you could see every single time that they were photographed together or seen walking together kate and megan were on opposite sides of the brothers and i mean the brothers i guess did the best they could but i think they should have tried a little harder or done a little bit better to just be there for each other yeah i agree i agree like i don't know i will close it out with this i yes. hope to dear prince william and prince harry <laughs> i hope in 2023 that you can figure out how to move past things just because i think when you're even if you don't regret it now or don't care now i just feel like when you have a sibling or a brother like i feel like looking back on life you don't have to be best friends but that's your family and i think I, regardless of whether he wants to be in the quote like in like fully in the flesh in the royal family i feel like they need to and should be able to unless there's something that we just like truly like don't know they should be able to figure out how to just be civil they need to do it for the cousins they need to get the cousins together we need george and uh um Lilibet and like Archie we need Ugh, like Archie's so cute I know I know we need to get the cousins together because the kids are the most important thing so yeah I, I I second that Becca that's a good wish for 2023 pop culture wise yeah for them to figure it out <laughs> figure it out William and Harry uh, guys and on that note what a year what a what wrap a year up it's been and we're just getting started baby this podcast yeah. we're gonna be roaring into 2023 all right well 2022 clearly brought us brutal breakups sibling brawls unfortunate passings of historical figures and the sad or i guess exciting one might say part is that 2023 is going to bring the same exact thing and if not more i know it's going to be who, an excited year who knows what 2023 will bring but i can confirm it'll bring new relationships more cheating scandals <laughs> good morning america <clears throat> um and just who knows what's in store but we will be here to tell you every single step of the way we will we'll be here to cover it all so happy holidays happy new year we just can't wait to be back enjoy, back and better i know back and better enjoy your friends enjoy your families have a drink kick back relax and we'll see you in 2023 bye bye while we're sure next week will bring us even more spicy topics all we know is everything's okay. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at okmagazine.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.